Phoenix Down Radio is on the air. With your hosts, Klaus Nightbringer, Fair Kimono, Chili, and Luna Vox. Welcome, everybody, to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 86. How is everyone doing tonight? I had a chocolate shake. I'm feeling pretty good. Ooh. We're down I'm in, eating it, Oreos. I feel awesome. We're, Ooh. we're down in the basement of the uh, free company house there. And if you guys are joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio and are on Hyperion, you can go ahead and join us, too. We're in Shiragani, Ward 10, Plot 60, in the really pimp house on the corner. Oh, man, about two months from now, we're going to have so many more people able to attend, aren't we? Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, two, yeah. two and a half months, whenever they, they actually roll out with the, uh, the world. I can move visits. my main couch over. For, for you know, bits at a time, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Chili, get your ass over here. We're, we're doing the show now. And I'll be like, I'll be right there. And two weeks later. Two weeks later. <laughs> By the way, I'm jealous because I miss milkshakes. They're not as good here compared to America. America has the best ones. Well, you, did you have I can milks- believe that. Did you have one while you were at FanFest? Yeah. Good. Had a couple. Did you get your Baconator and your Frosty? Yeah, I did. They what, were lovely. Were they everything? But I do not f- recommend the Baconator fries. The Baconator fries aren't that nice. Yeah, I, I've had them once, and yeah, I wasn't all that impressed yeah. either. So, But the Baconator was good. Baconators are life. I love when you come to America, the things that you're eating are all dairy related, like mac and cheese and milkshake. Yeah. It's because we've got so limited cows in English. You guys are the origin of cheddar. How can this be? Yeah. To be fair, though, if you want good cheese when you come to England, it's Wednesdaydale. That's the best cheese. It depends on what you're using it for, of course. I, I like the good mature cheddar when I'm using, doing jacket potatoes. You and your those jacket in America, potatoes. Those are baked potatoes. Yep. So oh, I should talk with you potato. about... Yeah, I, I make really good baked potatoes. Not a Lollafell reference. Actual potatoes. I say we take a Lollafell and put it in an oven. <laughs> or just oh, give it some weed. That. Oh. I was with Sarah on that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I found okay. a new use for special greens, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you dry them out in the sun for a while and then grind them up. Chili might have tried that at FanFest, too. For those of you guys listening, you may hear a, uh, a new voice on the show. Um, we are joined this week by our great friend, Talas Marvelous. How are you doing tonight, Talas? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for agreeing to to uh, help us with a new segment we're going to try out tonight. Um, so make sure to stick around for that. <laughs> um, what have you guys been up to since uh, we were last here last year? Huh. Uh, I was pitiable enough that some friends made me a new body piece so I could actually do the new content. That was nice. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. I was like... Okay, it's like, I'm too high level sort of getting into the game with Dark. Uh, and then it was like 2am and I knew if I tried to spend my tombstones, I would somehow accidentally spend them all on MGP. 
which people say is impossible, but I swear I would have found a way. Sarah can do it. Life finds a way. To waste all of its tombstones. Also, yes. I must smell because I'm the only one on this sofa. Yes. Do you want me to come over and sit on the sofa with you, man? Yay! No, we can't have both tiny people there. It's like, there'd be the balance would be off. There we all right, go. we Thank good. You, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But so got to actually do most of the new content. Haven't done Orban yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you buddy, buckle up, child. I have gotten spoiler-free descriptions of mechanics, and I am kind of looking forward to it. Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. good stuff. I, you look forward to mechanics, but don't look forward to the people that are doing the mechanics with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm patient. I still generally like people. Three years of retail and then uh, about three years more of library work haven't driven that out of me. I, I, li I like my little macro that I brought back because of this raid. It's, it's, it's mechanics o'clock? No, basically, I, I, I say like all your, all your AoEs to the left to the left, put all your AoEs on the floor to the left. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to need you to send me that. I just have one of a Moogle driving a go-kart saying mechanics are for cars. <laughs> Oh my god. I know, classic, right? I got that back in Crystal Tower. Every oh. time I say mechanics are for cars, my uh, partner Bannon Maelstrom will just be like, or buses, because that's what he does for a living, is make sure buses... Or hmm. bikes. Bikes also could use mechanics. There's so many things. Just not your so many automobiles. Lots of things we can use mechanics for, just not a 24-man, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> so what about you, Chili? Well, I beat the new trial. I, I did the 24-man raids. And I did the stories. Did you guys all, all have good holidays as well? Since we haven't talked to each other oh. since, after, since you know, before Christmas. Right, that was a thing, wasn't it? Uh, yes. It sure was a thing. <laughs> uh, I made prime rib for my uh, family's Christmas dinner. And my By the way, I drooled all day. Hmm? It looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, if you follow my, Twitch. My parents yeah, acted sorry. as sous chefs, and they actually listened to everything I told them to do without question. If you follow his Twitter, you'll see pictures of what he did as well. Oh, It yes. looks bomb. Yeah, I, I was really happy with it. It looked like if you poked it enough, it would moo. So that was perfect. Mm. <laughs> Uh, it looked delicious. Yes, thank you. I was very pleased. And Chili, you got to see family as well, correct? Yeah, I went to see my sister. My granddad came over. Uh, saw my niece. She's twenty-one. And my other niece who's three. And no, she's five. My uh, nephew's three. So nice. It was a nice family reunion for a bit. So. How about you, Talas? What were you up to over the holiday? I have become sort of adopted by a friend of mine's family. So I usually end up going over there. They've discovered that the grandparents are having a harder time helping cook, but oh. because I work as a cook, I'm able to help out. So now I'm basically second in command to Papa. So I'm <laughs> oh. pretty much just part of the family. Nice. See if you can get written into the will. <laughs> I already have adoption paperwork. Ooh. <sighs> it's fake. It has little paw prints around the outside of it, but you know, I have it. Yeah. No, Silver, you did not miss no, the episode. We're just, We're just the beginning, so you're good yet. Uh, but yeah, no. 
just ask for the cookware. That, that's the, that's what I would do. I'm sure he has better. True. You know what's funny? Most of my cookware is like super, super straightforward. It's like I have a cast iron. I have a rice cooker. I don't have a lot of tools. My tools are cast iron and knives. But they're good quality ones, I assume. Oh my gosh, yeah. If you've got a good uh, set of knives, you're set. Oh, my knives are very pretty and unnecessarily expensive, but they can do really, really fun stuff. Like if they cut, cut things really the well, skin, okay, so, yeah. they can cut the skin off of a tomato without cutting into the flesh. Oh, so, nice. yeah, they're pretty- wow. Oh, so they're Ronco. Just kidding. God, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, you've seen and today you've seen- on culinary heresies. It's Klaus. <laughs> it's Cutco slash Ronco slash whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Don't worry, I don't even know what Bronco is. Good, keep it that way. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> safer. Um, aside, from, you know, me, I did a lot of work, but uh, was able to do a, a little bit of streaming. Um, I think we finally got this whole uh, uh, audio thing straightened out now. Got a um, a new mixer for the podcast, so I want to thank all of our uh, supporters on Patreon and on uh, Twitch here that helped to basically helped to fund that. So thank you so much for that. Um, hopefully everything sounds good. I was, like I said, I was really upset by the, the audio quality that, that went out on the, uh, the last podcast episode. So I'm hoping this one is going to be much better. Um, aside from that, um, we are also signed up for extra life 2019 this year. Uh, so it'll be our third year doing extra life. And this year, uh, we decided to, uh, raise funds for a hospital near Sayre. Uh, so we're going to be uh, uh, all of everything's going to be benefiting the uh, UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital in Oakland, California. So we'll be uh, raising funds for that all year, as well as doing the uh, 24-hour game day in November. Uh, and I've Chili, also signed up. Yep, I was going to say, Chili, you signed up under uh, your own account this year, right? Yes, so, I have. Um, make sure to uh, check I Chili out as well because it's sad. And it's his one I picked his to go to. Oh, very cool. Oh, so we've got two accounts going towards the, the Benioff Children's Hospital. Yeah, yep. I thought I, I want to support Sarah. They're a big one in the area. They do good work, especially in the Bay Area, since a lot of families have to deal with high cost of living as it is. If you start adding uh, big medical expenses, and it can become a real struggle. So I think they're going to really appreciate that. But Definitely. I set my goal a little lower than everyone else. Eh, every little bit helps. Exactly. <laughs> I can boost it. I can change it in the future. But I, I I set mine to five hundred. Did you jump in on the platinum right away then, too, Chili? Yeah. Excellent. Because you hit that two hundred dollar mark, you get that cool T shirt. Yeah. Um, that's really it for the show news at this point. So let's go ahead and jump into some game and community news. Um, not game news. I know. Like we're, we talk about games on here. You know, we have. Why would we talk about the news with it, right? Because aren't we gonna just talk about food? Hmm. I mean, we I can. In 10 days, I'm going to get Nando's. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Will it be cheeky? Yeah. It'll be a cheeky Nando's. Anyway, we really should. <laughs> um, I know Talos is going to be interested in this one. Uh, Square Enix recently announced that they're going to be doing a Final Fantasy digital card game uh, for PC and mobile via the Yahoo Game Plus app in, in Japan only. So is that like yep. the trading card game just in a digital form? Okay. Not exactly. We no, 
<laughs> All right. So this news actually came out a couple of days ago, and they mentioned that they had copyrighted the name for a Final Fantasy digital card game. Of course, all the FFTCG players kind of lost their minds. We got really excited. And then the next day, this came out. And we were like, well, this isn't the FFTCG. This is something completely separate. It's more modular where where you're placing cards is important to how much damage you can do to your opposing side. It looks like a really good card game for mobile. Because honestly, TCGs, if you've played Magic Online or even Pokemon Online, they're kind of tricky on mobile. There's a lot of interactions that you just can't do on a phone or a tablet. So this is going to be a little bit more faster paced and a lot quicker to play. Yeah, it's definitely uh, designed for mobile play. Mm. And Duel Links as well. Duel Links is a good mobile phone game. That's also Duel Links, uh, Shadowverse from a couple of years ago was really good for a while. Hex isn't too bad. It got too complicated, though. There's a lot of good ones. This one definitely feels like a mobile game. There's a fixed count for turns. It's designed for who does the best as opposed to who collects the most stuff and has the biggest <laughs> i went and posted a link from uh, nova chrysalis uh, uh talking about it they actually have some uh, pictures in there of what the uh, um, interface is going to be like Ooh. And it actually looks kind of interesting i mean let's be honest if it has the final fantasy name on it a non-trivial amount of us are at least gonna look well but, it's japan only right now so for right now yes there is like I said, it's, par- it's partnered with uh, Yahoo Game Plus, which I don't know if they have anything outside of Japan. Oh, there'll be a subreddit. People will explain how you uh, make a Japanese iTunes As account so you can download it. It'll life be a thing. finds a way. And by life, we mean... Chili the hacks. Gamers find a way. I mean, my PS4 has two accounts. One is so I can play PSO2. You know, it's not released in the US either. But Wait, you know- have you got, how do you get PS2 working on? I must find out. PSO2, uh, I will link you some info later. The point is, we are very single-minded people. Yes, if, we, if we it want exists it. and we want it, then we will get it. That's yeah, just like um, just like I'm going to buy a Switch because um, there's rumors that the new Dragon Ball Heroes game is actually going to get international release at last. Ooh. Um, so yeah. And also and c- coming from Nova Crystallis, um. They uh, finally released some more information on Final Fantasy XV's episode Arden. A new teaser trailer is available, and they announced an anime short, which will be uh, uh, released in February. Now, the actual chapter of DLC will be released in the game in uh, March. So have you guys had a chance to to, uh, check any of that out, Uh, check the trailer out or the teaser? I... FF15 dropped off my radar a while ago, which I feel bad about, but not bad enough to actually like do anything about it. I'm still disappointed that we haven't got an announcement yet of, you know... The 15, the 15 crossover in 14. 14. I yeah. have a feeling that on the 3rd we'll hear something about it. I hope so. I did take a look at the episode Arden. A good friend of mine loves 15, and we kind of yeah. got more into the lore, but it looks interesting, but it feels like oh, right, this is the last thing we're getting because you guys made a super critical error and now we don't get anything. Yeah. yeah. But, like I said, I mean, I will check it out. I've, I've enjoyed the lore from 15. Um, I like what they did with the 14 crossover. I thought that Garuda fight was amazing. 
I'm not looking. That I don't, was a blast. I don't like I the grinding An aspect of it. An aerial blast. Womp womp. Or should I say womp womp. You are having way too much fun with that thing. Yes, I am. <laughs> Did it lift you off your feet? Wow, Sarah, you haven't followed the channel? Dude, I barely <laughs> use Twitch. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. So good. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for following Phoenix Down Radio. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, only... like I, I usually <laughs> log in through the website. So I was opened up. I was like, oh. Right, I guess I should actually do this, shouldn't oh, I? Oh, that's hilarious. It's... I didn't realize it was going to expose my terrible secret of general apathy. There has been exposed to Sam A923. Uh, Let's see what happens. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. <sighs> All right. I'm putting so much effort into this. I see. Yes. Um, speaking of so much effort, um, the... Uh, Final Fantasy X, X2, and Final Fantasy XII, uh, the Zodiac Age, are coming to Switch and Xbox um, on April 16th and 30th, respectively. So uh, FF10 on the 16th and FF12 on the 30th. Nice. So who is excited for that? I kind of, I keep wanting to finish FF12. Like Everything I know about it says it's actually a really interesting game. And then every time I've gotten a good ways into it, something in real life ends up getting in the way. It's kind of frustrating, actually. It, I guess I did finally beat 12 uh, a few years ago. Um, but like I said, and then I did end up buying the Zodiac Age for PC when it was on sale. I think it was this summer. Um, so eventually I'll get into playing that. That's more along the lines of the, uh, um, the international version versus the what we got where basically everybody could do everything. And yeah, I, I actually the one that we I, got. <laughs> and oh, go ahead. The, the horrible system where if you ended up um like opening the wrong chest, you never got your uh, your spear. Yeah, I yeah. think that might have just been a glitch of some type like memory addresses assigned wrong or something. Uh yeah, it was a glitch. Basically the item shared the same digits as the um relic, so if you opened the chest, it thought you'd already picked it up. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I thought was... the story, the mechanics could frankly go to hell, but I, I loved the story for 12. I liked the Gambit system. I, th I thought it was intriguing. You know, because I, I played see, a... I didn't experience the other, the other um, job system because I live in England, so we got the Zodiac as our standard. Like, I appreciate being able to, like, give people clear roles. Yeah. Yeah, that's the version we got here. So there's our normal edition. Mm hmm So... Um, like I said, the version I played, like I said, you can, you, the license board was the same for everybody. You can unlock everything. And if you were, uh, that desperate to do so, you know, you could do it, but you're right though. Silver Wolf, the story is basically Star Wars. Well, fact, Vera is in fact, female Chewbacca. Yep. Ran is female Chewbacca. Oh, does that make all your fetish art weird now? Nope. Or does it make it better? I didn't say worse. I just said weird. Why not both? <laughs> so everybody who plays on Nintendo and uh, Microsoft consoles, now you can pl play some of these uh, fun Final Fantasy games as well. Yeah. Just wait till you get 13. They can already play 13 on That's right. Xbox. Not on Switch, but though. Not Switch. Soon, though, I bet. Well, no, I don't know. 
If they released FF one through six on Switch for like sixty dollars, I would go right now and buy a Switch. That um, would be awesome. There are a few you mean available like a now. Collection of all of them. Exactly, that'd be great. Aren't four, five, and six uh, available right now? Are they uh, all Switch? Or I know I thought they were announced to be coming out soon. Or was that just seven through nine? What's I that? Just seven and nine. I don't know about. Because eight they couldn't do because they lost all the assets. Okay. What, what so about what's well, coming to switch? It's seven, nine. I thought ten was 10, on the list. 12. Yeah, ten. Seven, nine, ten, twelve. Okay. So. Like the PlayStation stuff, not counting the one which they can't do. Yeah. At some point, they're going to make remake eight just on principle, and that's going to be really interesting to see since they are going to have to do it literally from whole cloth. At- Pretty much. Well, I wonder if maybe the the whole um, experience with seven is going to kind of give them the idea what it'll take to do it. I mean, even with seven, they at least had some of the original assets to work from. Eight, and they, they have had to a start fan com- base. that too. Eight, they have to start completely from scratch. Oh man, I wonder if like any of my those library classes are going to use this as an example for archival issues. I mean, if you're helping teach the class, you absolutely can. I yeah. mean, I'm not te- I'm not teaching classes. I don't have a PhD. This is why like, you they use backups, lot, folks. They lost a lot of the stuff for nine as well. Hmm. Didn't know that one. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, they also announced a. A, uh, actual date and time for the next live letter. Uh, it will be February 3rd um, at 1 a.m. Pacific time uh, from the Paris Fan Festival. Yay! Uh, so topics will include... Hey Sarah, you want to stay up late with me that night? 1 a.m.? That's like normal for me. Okay, fine. I mean, I'm normally awake at that time anyways. I shall join you maybe if I'm awake. We can make it okay, a thing. Okay, that's like... A- that's like a worse decision for you than it is for me. Well, it's 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Oh, wait, right. Okay, that's actually <laughs> legit. I can say for once this is a normal time, and you're like, no, Ben, don't do that. It, 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 for me, it's going to be the bad decision because that'll be 3 a.m. Yeah. But I'll probably do it because there's actually going to be an English translation since it's going to be from France. Um, so yeah. topics are going to include uh, probably patch 4.55 info, so maybe MSQ part two. But they also will have special guest Ayumi Namai, uh, the character concept artist, who will be answering questions from the official forums. Well, no, I think 4.55, ever rightly, is uh, Eureka and Hildebrand. Yeah. Well, sec- that's why I also said uh, MSQ part two, which is 4.56. Yeah. We're going to get more information regarding what's coming up. Yeah. Jeez, Ben. Well, I've been living up in Eureka because of that. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about what's coming from Eureka, though, in a bit, because they did uh, do some stuff even in in this patch. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff, actually. Yeah. Um, Do you want to do a quick gotcha roundup, sir? Oh, so let's see. Doing this mostly off the top of my head because I didn't get a chance to write down notes. Oh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius has is doing a Final Fantasy VII event based around Gaius Cliff, which is the first FF7 stuff they've had in a while. For a while, it was pretty much just Cloud and Sephiroth as available units. 
So I think people have been excited to expand that out a bit. They've added Tifa and Vincent uh, as a five-star upgradable to seven-star units. So those are the big prizes of this. Defu, uh, Dissidia Opera Omnia uh, just released another batch of Crystal Awakenings, uh, the fourth wave of them, including uh, very anticipated ones like uh, Sarah, I think, was one who changed the meta a bit back in Japan. Not quite sure how it's looking for our meta at this point. Uh, they also do have the Gilgamesh event ongoing, and they did bring back the beloved Cactuar Conundrum uh, for getting lots of crystals and leveling up your characters. Oh yeah, that definitely helped get me to rank 433. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mobius is uh, beginning the second part of the first chapter of their second arc. That's a lot of sub thingies, but uh, their Warrior of Despair uh, story has just released another uh, section focusing on Maya and Sarah. Uh, they also are finishing up the New Year's event, which if you haven't done that yet... It's a very simple one to go through, and the first time you go through it, you do get a, a ticket that allows you to summon a single Supreme card as a nice little New Year's bonus for that. Uh, I got the ultimate Jack shot, the Earth Monk ability, which I am looking forward to crushing some stuff with. And I got uh, Bahamut Neo. Mm-hmm. That one is a Fire Warrior ability. Uh, I think it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't actually looked too much into it. It's one of the newest Supreme cards, so I'm not as versed on that as the others. And then in Record Keeper, they did just start a Final Fantasy Type-0 event focusing on the character Jack, uh, who hilariously uses samurai skills, so the samurai Jack jokes have been flying nonstop. Uh, yep. They also did release the uh, Type-0 Neo Torment, Noxuzaku. Uh, I think were they having enough? Uh, I'm not sure on that, so I won't worry about it right now. But yeah, that's the big stuff that's been going on in those right now. Uh, New Year's celebrations are pretty much wrapping up, and that's going to be the uh, big thing for the moment. Until we get, usually start having Spring Festival type things uh, somewhere around March, typically. All right, very cool. So, like we were talking about earlier, we did get a patch this past week. Um, and we are going to keep it spoiler free when it comes to the actual storylines. What we're going to mainly be, 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 I can talk today. What we're mainly no, going can. to be discussing are our reactions to the, what, the content um, and just kind of overall um, how we thought that they did and, and how we think it feels. So it's going to be a very high level. Um, we're not going to get in depth on it because we want to make sure that you guys have the opportunity to go through and play it and enjoy it. And then we'll probably talk about it. Uh, we'll probably get um, break the spoiler embargo next episode. So um, I'm going to go ahead and link the patch notes for everybody. If you guys want to follow along and see what's going on, we're not going to read through all of them. But if you're interested in seeing what came out, um, there you go. So... Um, First thing that, that the biggest part that came out was we, of course, did get new MSQ. Um, and with that, uh, we got our one dungeon, the Gimlet Dark. This is one of my favorite dungeons. Oh, in my the God. Entire game. The, it was just it's oozy the, with style. It lacked. It was a bit short. I, oh, it's short. But, you know, how fast can you do the burn? Like 12 minutes? True. I mean, we it really the, got got the feeling of war is like this kind of brutal, nasty thing. 
I think we reached a spot in my run where we hit a spot and we all stopped and we literally didn't do anything for a couple minutes as we just looked around because it was so freaking. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a very lively dungeon. Um, if you haven't had a chance to run it, it, it it's very much a battlefield. And I think it very fe- it feels that way. Um, I think the designers did a wonderful job in simulating that. And um, like I said, I don't think that it's really too short because like I said, there's it's action packed. There's a lot of stuff going on the entire run. Uh, there definitely was a very fun throwback with one of the bosses. I've always liked a lot of stuff where there's uh, things with references to previous Final Fantasies where knowing a little bit about it often gives you an idea of how to tackle mechanics. And that came in very handy here. Yes, it did. Are you talking about the second boss? The second boss, yes. Mm. Uh, there's also various uh, set pieces as you're moving through the trash where uh, NPCs and various battlefield elements come in to uh, complicate the uh, fight. And that one, it actually apparently changes up a bit each run. Oh, yeah, it yes, does. It does. I, I've gotten three different people. I've seen yep. two so far. I've had one myself, and I heard about a second. I think about the same people, really. No, I've, I've run it three times. Yeah, I've, I've run it three times as well. And I, like I said, the first two times are the same, and then the third one was different. So I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And I was like, whoa, that's I've cool. i a different person every single time, and it's yep. absolutely buck wild. Yes, I think it's great how it's being handled so far. And we can go into more details about that next show. Yeah. Those of you who know what we're talking about, I think you'll agree with us. Um, like I said, I, I, I have to say that it's, it is probably my favorite dungeon overall so far, just because of the liveliness of it. Um, the gear, while it's decent eye level, I'm not a huge fan of the look. Like I said, yeah, it's I, mainly going to be just for... Actually... Go ahead. I don't think I actually got any pieces, but I remember when I saw the previews, I just was like, kind of like, eh. Like, Scala, I want to go back and run it several times just to actually complete some of those outfits. But this one, this was not one of the ones where I was thinking, oh yeah, I want to run that until I get a full set. Yeah, for me, it's basically going to be turned in for uh, Grand Company seals and maybe upgrading retainers. Mine went to the exact same thing. A couple are upgrade pieces for me, but... Well, like temporary it's upgrades, not yeah. It's, it's not something I'm attached to. Or or you can use it for alts as well. I mean, it is eye level 375 gear, so it's, it's a good way to get those alts up there because um, the other content only gives you so many pieces a week. Like, you can only get well, one from Well, Alpha Escape is uncapped now. True, but does it, people want to run... 380. Is that 380? But it's a lot of pieces yeah. that you have to collect in order to get one piece. Well, if you have the accessories, then that's just a couple. That's just five bolts. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Escape, like I might go for that just for the hey, which are the ones that I can complete quickly. All right. Um, anything else about uh, main story you guys want to talk about? You know. Uh, so in talking with a lot of the other lore mongers about it, it's interesting, but. Honestly, there wasn't a lot that either we hadn't already been hinted at, been shown in the trailer, or was very strong on the speculation of this is probably happening. Like, it felt a lot more, like, I certainly enjoyed the MSQ stuff. There was a 
um, one of the longer cutscene sequences that I actually found really intriguing because I like that uh, type of diplomacy. But yeah. it didn't really tell us anything we didn't already know. It, it seemed really... like it was more... It was more just like setting up the pieces for what's yeah. going to happen next. Jilly, you were going to say something? I guess I agree with say. I, I feel like, I, I don't know. Uh. Like, you got to set up the pieces. Like, that's an important part of it. But at the, at the same time, it's like, okay, been anticipating how this is building yeah. all this and feeling like, okay, that's not really resolving much of anything. Yeah, I, I think the first half of the storyline right now is basically just going to uh, um, clear up those threads that were kind of hanging out there. All the speculative things is like, ooh, is it this guy? Is it this guy? Or what's going on here? Is this going to happen? We get to I see mean, some of that. And they, they kind of closed that stuff off for us. But did. we didn't get anything really super new. Yeah, it's like, oh, like some of those revelations were more like, okay, yeah, I thought so then. What? Yeah. Exactly. We're not going to get those those what moments until the, the part it's two. Like, oh my god, that's a thing! Yeah, we're going to get that in part two. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, I mean that's going to be the final one to lead into the next yeah. expansion. Yeah. So just like where they had uh, before the fall, that was the one that ended the uh, two point the realm reborn stuff. Yeah, with, with the the Nanimo cliffhanger. Yep, with the several cutscenes will play in sequence. Like, yeah. when I see that message, I get up from the uh, computer, go make a bowl of popcorn, get a drink, come back, it's like, settle in for what's going to be a wild ride. I know something's going to be good there, but did not have any of those moments here, which, again, maybe not that surprising, but I want that. That's what I live on. I usually I take that opportunity to just, you know, step away, go to the bathroom, get a snack. Cause yeah, you're in there for 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, easily. I have yeah. a packet of popcorn ready. How about you, Talis? Huh. What are your thoughts on, on MSQ? Did I put you on the spot. Was that directed at me? Yes, Talis. Yeah. Uh, oh, my MSQ. I, Honestly, I got through the storyline and then I went back and rewatched all the cutscenes just to make sure I didn't miss anything. I wasn't too surprised at how the story's playing out, but there is a couple of scenes that I'm kind of wondering, does it need to be this clunky? Does it need to be this big when we could have solved the issue a lot more quickly if we had done things, air quotes, the wrong way? Um, yeah. if, if old Raubon was in charge, we wouldn't have this problem mm. kind of solutions. <laughs> And it's like, we could be doing that, but we're not. Is that a way to sort of show that we're changing as an alliance? Is this a way that they want to tune the story? Or is this just simply, oh my god, Stormblood is enormous, and we have Shadowbringers coming out in seven months. We have to really close this off so we can move forward. I think it's a little bit of all of them. Yeah, I will definitely want to touch with, follow up with you about this later. And Chili, anything you want to add? Sorry, Chili. Well, nothing about saying anything with the story, and you don't want to. I don't want to say anything because of spoilers. Yeah, I mean, any any other spoiler-free uh, observations on the MSQ from you? Uh, it has graphics, and there is also audio. Okay, so no, you should enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that's for anybody that's watching the show that has no idea why we're being super vague, this patch came out just a few days ago, and we're yeah. we're sp- oh, yeah, say, specifically. Like, yep, this is a one hundred percent spoiler-free. Um, we're going to try and be, you know, 
<laughs> I know I spoiled that it has graphics and audio and text. <gasps> Damn sometimes. it, Chili! My we're trying to be vague on purpose. I'm sorry if Doesn't... it makes no sense. Doesn't it say on the box that this game requires reading? No. That's okay, pretty sure. Hey, I got bad news, guys. If it requires reading, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was. Yeah, I had those hearing impaired things where they it took. Yeah, touch the speech. Breaking the librarian's heart here, people. <laughs> and then the Lalafell did a thing, and then he did a. <laughs> oh man, have you ever like watched a TV show with the descriptive audio subtitles? Rise of here. Creepy music Chip version is now playing. Sound effect, chili farts. This was a terrible idea. All the best. Okay. Speaking of, yeah, things. That's the response. <laughs> uh, we also got a, a wrap-up on the Four Lords story. Um, we got the final um, trial with Siriu and the Wreath of Snakes. I haven't actually gotten around to that one. Like, I don't know. The Four Lords just hasn't really grabbed me that much. I don't you, know why that is. I think you'll enjoy actually, this one. I, I actually beat the extreme. I haven't already. Yeah. I mean, the, I'll tell you dang. How, most of the, uh, the groups now are extreme, farm yeah. only. But I'm going to give you guys a warning. There's so many people right now that um, do loop master only for this extreme already. It's annoying. Because they want their uh, their nine they tails. Their, yeah, yeah. I could see if it's the last one needed for that. People getting a little bit more yeah. desperate to be like, okay, just do this, and then I can be done. It's not a surprise, but it is a disappointment. When I did the normal mode, I was tanking. I kind of spaced out for a minute. I looked up, and the fight was. Yeah, the. I gotta tell you now that really the... easy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you now that the normal mode isn't much more than the... Much less than the extreme. But I think there's like three or four mechanics that are different. That's about it. I mean, mm. we pulled him to a corner, I tanked it, and then we beat the crap out of it for like four minutes and it was dead. You did like, a little bit of moving really... back and forth. and We did a little yeah. bit of forward and back and a little bit did of forward. We can spoil you... the extreme stuff, right? Because, you know, people can have to do the strategies. Um, no. Aww. Like, you didn't have to do something fun like skydiving or Dance Dance Revolution? No. No. No, that would have been better. Well, yeah. they, they actually left it out on purpose because of the negative uh, um, yeah, feedback that they complained. got from, from uh, the other trials. People huh. are stupid. I don't want to skydive. I don't want to do DDR. So then they made it simple. I just want to stand here. Oh, wait, no, I'm just standing here doing nothing. It's just a cutscene. I want to do stuff square. Ah. Yeah, you wanted to tank and spank it. Whatever. Yeah, the, tank the, it? Yes. the fight is not difficult. However, I thought the storyline was actually the best part of it. I the cutscene at the end is the only bit I enjoyed. <laughs> Agreed. The, the cutscene was awesome. The story has been fun. The fights, I do not care about at all. Right, I didn't even care about the story. I skipped most of the cutscenes. Oh, the story was really good, I thought. Like, the bit about... The stuff about Tenzin, especially, like, as a long-time yeah. 11 player, like, that kind of throwback I really enjoyed. Like, that's the main bit that's kept me at all interested. For me, it's honest. just like, oh, no, I've become evil. Chili punched me hard enough for me to be good. I'm like, yeah, okay. 
I can do that. <laughs> so if you if you like the Tenzin story, uh, Sarah, you're gonna really enjoy the uh, how this goes. So I would recommend jumping into this. Yeah, do can. it. All right, just do it. I still need to actually get Suzaku. I never even got that one done. Oh well, then you got a little That'll work to be do, easy huh? Enough. You should have let us know. We did a clear this afternoon for somebody. Eh, I was busy this afternoon. You'll be fine. I imagine it's. I'm a tank. I don't imagine I'm going to have that much trouble getting a party. Agreed. You warrior, right? Yep. Tank privileges. I was actually amazed when I actually uh, did Danger Noodle uh, last night. I, I hit the button to join Q, and I immediately had a party. Nice. Wow. As a DPS. <laughs> danger noodle. Yeah, that's what I call them. Danger. I never. It took me a second to recover from that. That's really good. <laughs> I, have you not heard that one? That is like my favorite name for a snake yes, ever. Exactly. I already heard danger about noodle Eureka. Danger noodle X. That's, if I ever do it, uh, a danger uh, a learning party. That's what I'm gonna call it. Danger noodle X learning party. Also, <laughs> a tip for anyone that is playing the game: please do not join loot master parties. They're the worst and scum. Yeah, basically. I've never seen one that wasn't someone trying to just scam other people. Yeah. It was like, I was join, trying to join one earlier, and there was like nine groups. Four, four, two of them were clear parties. One of them was uh, uh, clear for a friend, and the rest were loot master. That sounds awful. Yeah. So. It's like, we get it. You want your nine tails. Okay, nine tails. That's fine. Yeah. Primal? Primal, together, get it together. By the Come way, I, I am not a fan of the Nine Tails. You don't oh. like it? No. Really? It's literally, I'm, I, I like it, but I'm disappointed. I am really disappointed. It's just the, the, the fate. Yeah. yeah that should have fair. been the reward for the fate. Well, we Fen should have been able to get well, the mount. Fenrir the wasn't the reward for the dungeon. Yeah, I mean, like, we already had a fate for that, and that was Ixion. Yeah, but we... I don't know. I feel like they should have done it with this. Because, you know, you had the mount... Oh, you mean it, instead of Ixion? Why couldn't we have both? I mean, it's just a shrunken down version of the actual monster. I mean, I guess I understand where you're coming from, but th like I said, they just wanted to figure out other ways to do it, and they—it was probably the only mythical creature they could think of that matched up with the dogs as well as it does. It's not perfect, yeah. but eh, close enough. You're not I mean, perfect. I would yes, have liked if it got golden like some of the others. Like yeah, the I th I think a uh, a reskin might have been nice. Yeah, it's not just that's the thing is it's that's why I'm, it's not the fact that it's just the, it's literally the that's why it's the same color been palette something else yeah even if it just used the same design model and i wouldn't have complained so much but it's the fact that it's just literally the same model and the same texture same with fenrir though yeah but fenrir is i don't know it is the exact same model as the boss in Snowcloak. yeah but no dungeon gives them out really back then uh, there, I think, weren't there a couple of mounts in, in maybe not? No. In dungeons? Uh, With only mounts. one, which is from um, Alamigo. Right, that was the only one I could think of. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know, know if, it, if there was one in Stormblood somewhere or not. Or not Stormblood, That's, but Heavensward. No. Not that I can think of. It was mostly minions, I guess. Yeah. As I said, that's, that's why I don't complain about Fenrir, because, you know, 
But when we've already had previous fates that give mounts, you know. Well, take it to the official forums, man. No, because I'll get banned because it's the official forums. <laughs> I That's have a constructive goal. idea. Ban. As long as you avoid I mean, swearing at people, ban. you're generally okay. Oh, God. This is going to be a thing. Yes, it is. Mouse <laughs> <sighs> powers. It's over. Oh, I was trying to think right. of, of the line from uh, Aladdin. Who disturbs my slumber? No, the uh, um, the, the ultimate co- is it ultimate cosmic power? Phenomenal cosmic yeah. power. Phenomenal <laughs> cosmic <laughs> power. Any in space? Why? <laughs> Why though? Why does uh, this <laughs> I'm gonna get us sued. And we're sued. <laughs> hey, I just got an email from Disney. I wonder what it said. Oh, what's that? We've been bought out by Disney. No, we sweet. We, I'm buying a motorboat. <laughs> I'm buying a house made uh, of Mickey Mouse house faces. Moving that on. Way, so, had, so please. How about that return to Evilise? <laughs> it sure exists. I volunteer to go last because holy crap. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, Chili, go, go first. For I skipped all the cutscenes. I fucking hate you. I'm no, I'm flying across the Atlantic Ocean to punch you in the throat. Oh my god. Dude, say something for me. Uh, okay, friends. guys, let's get a, a, a GoFundMe to, to fly Chili back here to, to somewhere on the West Coast so Sarah and uh, Talas can, uh, yeah. Well, see, that never interests me that much because we never got tactics. So. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so. I'll punch you lightly then. Okay. But Fran. Like, we, literally, we got Tactics Advance, but the first Tactics never officially got here. By the time Tactics Advance come out, I wasn't really that sort of... Also, Tactics Advance, uh, it's it's not, you know, no, yeah. you wouldn't understand any with that. What? So it's like... I, like, this has changed from... So it did come out on PS3, but again, I... I don't really play that many old games unless I've played them before. You know, if I have the nostalgia for them, I'll play them. But, like, this know. has changed from I am going to injure you to I feel pity for you. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so... You know, so... Like, yeah, I was confused. Anyway, I shall put shop now. <laughs> Alright, Sarah, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, uh, so I haven't actually entered... Uh, or uh, or bond yet i've got all the way up to it i do have the eye level to do it i am waiting to go until my friend spender is free because he gave me a rundown of the mechanics without spoiling any of what's been actually being there and we do a fair amount of stuff together he replays mm-hmm. tactics once a year so i kind of want to experience it with him just as like hey it's this long running thing yeah, that'll be a special uh, thing then yeah uh, absolutely do that maybe it's stream it for that yeah uh, I mean, he said that it's uh, he considers it one of his favorite raids in the game, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I was I was a little skeptical about like we all know that hey they uh, they had dropped hints about Fran and Vieira, and I was a little skeptical about how that was going to go, but I feel all right with it. I feel like hey they're introducing some elements in there. Matsuno clearly wants to do more stuff with this, and they gave him fairly free reign for a bit of it which again i'm okay with 
There were, uh, they dropped some references to Vagrant Story, which I am pretty much always down with. Love that game. Uh, so it's like, I know that this is just pulling hard on all the nostalgia levers for me, and I am down with that. I am also looking forward to being able to look like Agrius, because at the very least, there's not as much competition for tank armor. <sighs> yeah, basically, if you're the tank, you get the armor. Pretty much. Though I, I gonna, was able to get the pants this week. I guess, yeah, the tank gets first call at the armor, but if they don't want it, then you do have a chance. Because I didn't want to run but it yes, again. Agrius is the best. And I get to be Agrius. It's awesome. Klaus, what were your thoughts? I still want to look like the leading man. I haven't totally seen, fair. I haven't seen it drop yet, but I'll get it. I'll get it. Like I said, that's the one thing that I want to... I want to get that uh, um, aiming set uh, eventually. It, um, I, this is totally riding the nostalgia hard for all of us, isn't yeah. it? Well, like I said, I I haven't, I didn't play tactics either. I have it. I'm familiar with the story. I, I've seen uh, playthroughs of the game. So I, like I said, I, I know about it for the most uh, part. Um, calculator is best class. But like I said, the way that the, the, uh, this game actually takes those characters and what it does with them and, and how the actual instance plays out, it is amazing. I think this has to be my favorite 24 man. As far as, you know, the oh, difficulty. Oh, you damn miracle worker. By the way, I am disappointed in the barred gloves, though. Eh, they're gloves. Because they're just, they're not gloves, they're rings. Well, well I think they're kind of neat. They're, they're all shiny and bright, different colors. Yeah, but they're not gloves, they're rings. I mean, there's, there was already a couple hand armors that did that as well, weren't there? Mm -hmm. There's uh, um, some crafting ones that are that way. I was hoping for, like, rainbow gloves, though. <laughs> we'll make you some special ones, Chili. Yay. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the mechanics of each of the different fights. Um, yes, when you run it, Sarah, be patient. And this goes for everybody out there. Be patient. This is like less than one week old content. We're not all going to have it, you know, memorized right away. Mistakes are going to be made. And some of these uh, particular um, mechanics are very unforgiving. So that was one of the things I'd heard. It sounded like some of the there's one where two different people told me that about 75 percent of the raid needs to be paying attention minimum or yeah. else you will wipe. Yes, there's a couple spots where, yeah, if, if, if you do things just wrong, you're hosed. And, yeah, third boss definitely is probably the, the most unforgiving. Um, it's Ozma level. Uh, and, and literally. In words of She Heals That Tank, thanks, Ozama. Yeah, basically. If you also, <laughs> if you lose a party, you're pretty much... Yeah. 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 Um, Aside it from does, that, it generally does seem to be the case that the third boss is the most difficult one. But all the yeah. fights are amazing. Storyline really good. Um, I I think it wraps up the uh, the return to Evil East very nicely. Oh, that was one thing. Like, even though I haven't actually done the instance itself, some of the plot stuff they're setting up. It seems like this is something where there may be implications for the broader story and the MSQ. I think like so. Like I know for a lot oh, of the 100%. other raids, 
for a lot of the other raids, it's been like somewhat self-contained in its own story. But this one, it seems like there's going to be much broader implications, which is exciting. It's yeah. not like the Sky Pirates in Void Arc, where it's like, we did a thing with you and now you're sitting over there and that's great. And we can go visit you, but you don't really have relevance anymore. This is potentially something that's going to actively change what we see in the world, how Kugane works. It's going to change a lot, I think. And, and uh, let's get to your opinion then, Talas. All right. So first of all, definitely of the nine twenty-four mans, this is definitely my favorite one, largely because of how they were able to incorporate things from 12, from tactics, from tactics advanced in A2. And again, like Sarah mentioned, the vagrant story references that were in there, they were able mm. to use individual characters, their names, some of their backstories and little parts of mechanics definitely threw you back to hey remember this time when you were playing war of the lions on your psp guess what you get to do that again except you're not playing war of the lions anymore it's you and 23 other people playing 14 it was a ton of fun to get through the story was phenomenal and klaus i got to watch you and fusion uh run through it just the other day yeah wasn't that wasn't that a trip it was really weird to watch it after having run it twice because I got to see more of what was going on because I ran it as a tank both times and you ran it as a DPS. So I got to see a completely different perspective of what's going on. In the By the fight. way, the War of the Lions, sorry, was the one that we got not advanced. Okay. So, I mean, that was the retranslated one, though there's some yeah. stuff. There's some stuff even uh, in this one they made reference to original translations of things. Like the yeah. original PlayStation uh, one had some slightly butchered translation that became memes before we knew what memes were. Yeah, like I always joke, you know, uh, the Alamigo Dungeon again, I'll bring that up. Um, there's actually the uh, guard that says the mistranslated quote from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, right, to remember about attacking it when the tail is up. Yeah. Yeah, he runs off, says that, and then you say, don't forget to attack while its tail is up. Which don't I mean, is technically... <laughs> Blame your god, I will knock you all down. There's lots of really good mistranslations in this uh, yeah. yeah, Make sure you're paying attention to Sirius' uh, ads, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, But we had a lot of fun uh, in the couple times that I ran it. You could tell that people were really excited to be there. As opposed to, like, by the time we got to the third part of the Crystal Tower, or even the third part of Void Arc, we were just like, can we be done, please? Do we have to do World of Darkness? Like, oh god. Now we're like, sweet, let's do the Monastery. Hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? Hey, the service come up at 8am, let's go. Like, it's, people are stoked, and it's really, really cool to see. Yeah, I think it's, again, playing on the nostalgia, like, I did not realize that this many people had played Tactics. Makes me happy. I was kind of hit and miss on tactics until actually a extra live stream a couple years ago when Remix Sakura was actually playing through it, kind of reignited my love for it. And I ended up playing through the entire game on PSP while on layovers flying back and forth to Japan. Wow. Everyone loves arithmeticians. Arithmeticians Dude, could... slash calculators. Oh my God. Yes. So much fun. Death I by could math. wipe a board with those guys. Death by math is a very real strategy. My speedrun uh, notes for Final Fantasy V is literally death by math, and uses kind of the same idea. Woo! That's what happens in Ridorana, though. Death by math. Ridorana White House? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh my god, people! It's basic edition! How do you not know what a prime is? 
So I took a below 100 level math class in like 2001, and that was the last math class I've taken. All right. <sighs> I'm just going to be over here in the corner, sad about the state of math education. All right. So Walt's I study Japanese historical lit. What do you want from me? The ability to figure out the tip without pulling out a phone. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Oh, only oh, I love gosh. you guys. All like right. A shovel to dig yourself into this hole. All right. Let's go ahead and continue on. Um, <laughs> ne- next bit we'll talk about is uh, the new s- stuff that we got for the gold saucer. Um, so they added Dome and Mahjong as a new game you can play. And it is interesting. It is definitely interesting. I won a match. I did. I won a one match inside of it. I just played uh, some NPCs to try and understand it, but yeah, yeah. I haven't actually gone to uh, do that one yet. I'm kind of looking forward to it, but also a little bit scared of it. There's a decent tutorial that'll walk you through some of the basic rules. Um, There's a tutorial. And just do what I did and go against the bots. Yeah, and also... There's bots! There's bots. There's three different levels of bots, easy, medium, hard. And I beat the easy bots because I'm the best at Mahjong. And then I quit it, Mahjong. Did you (laughs) lose all of your money to a Mahjong hustler in the gold saucer? Yeah, actually, that's one thing I'm disappointed about, by the way. I beat the bot. I know it was the easy bot, but you don't get any reward for beating him. No, it's just for practice. That's legitimately so all it's MVP would have been nice because the matches take forever. Yeah, they can take like over an hour. I yeah, think... my match against the bot took 45 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I play so, for about 10, 15 When you minutes enter this and... Mahjong parlor, several hands will play in sequence. Be sure you have set aside enough time. <laughs> so, you know, I would have liked, say, a, a hundred MGP. Or something. Just huh. Did they did they actually add Dome and Mahjong to the challenge log? By the way, I'm yes. loving that you can have yeah. it just uh, show you what you still need to complete in the challenge log. Like, you can hide the completed stuff. I it's am very happy about that. Either play or win two games against other players, and it gives you 5,000. I will go check the... Uh, uh, let's see if it's even on this. I shall check the challenge log. Well, it's in the patch notes. Yeah, but I'm lazy. Oh, no, I can't see it because I'm unlocked on this character. Curses! Fooled by my laziness. Also, class told us what it was already. Yeah. Well, he said it was either play or beat. Yeah, I'm double I checking it right just... now. It's either play or win two games against other players, and you get 5,000 MGP. Uh, but it does have to be against other players. Yes. You can't just for a minion this one. No. Though it's sounding like people may not want to. It's sounding like the Mazong is at least a little more fun. I enjoy it. By the way, it was funny seeing all the people crowd it. It's like, I was joking saying the fact that it's, it's become the new eSport. Yeah, it's participate in two Dome and Mahjong player battle matches. So it's just, you, you jump in there, two games, and you get 5,000 MGP. Well, I challenge you to the duel. Okay. Oh my gosh. Then the other new one that we got, we got the Gate Air Force One. Now this a fun is a lot of fun. Uh, have 
Sarah, you haven't had a chance to do this one yet, though, have you? I have not. My understanding is it's kind of a shooting gallery thing, like the Speed Square from FF7. But beyond yeah. that, I don't really know much. Yeah, it, it's, a, it. it's a non-rail That's shooter. Exactly it. And you, you use your mouse or your uh, your, your um, controller, controller to control the uh, on-screen icon. And then you click the fire button to shoot at targets. Um there are three levels of targets uh, worth 50, 100, and 300 points. And then there's also a fourth target that deducts 20 points. I missed quite a few of those targets because I didn't really pay attention to the patch notes and I saw red ones and thought, oh no, I better not shoot those. I'm just and then I realized that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Then I realized it was the, like the flashing red ones you don't shoot. Yeah, you thought that the orange ones are the ones you don't shoot? Yeah. I'm just remembering that Simpsons where Marge is becoming a police officer and she's on the firearms training course. And you at the end, Wiggins like, you missed the blind man. You missed the <laughs> child. Oh, Tally's, you, you get my Simpsons quotes. I, I think I love you. I went to the same college as Matt Groening. Of course, I get Simpsons quotes. Excellent. But yeah, I, <sighs> I've noticed that on keyboard and mouse, uh, Air Force One is pretty damn easy. Um, I I think I, I've it's played pretty it, easy on controller, unless your name is Talas. Wow, I'm garbage Rude. at that game. So, but no, it's no, it's fine. I'll throw myself under the bus. I'm terrible at it. Well, he he said in chat specifically, I am terrible at Air Force One. Dot 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 dot. Silver says he loves Air Force One. No, yeah, it's it's good stuff. So um, does Bannon twenty three. My only gripe is I wish they would slightly change the scoring or the MGP payout. Instead of getting four thousand for a perfect score and perfect score only, and if you miss one, you go down to three thousand. I wish they would just pay out the MGP as to how many points you got. So if you got five thousand, you got five thousand MGP. That seems like a reasonable scoring thing. Submit that. Yeah, I mean, well, it might be something they change later on. I think at this yeah. point they do want people to strive for that perfect game. That's my guess yeah. as to what they're why they're doing it this way. But again, it's just just a thought. Plus, people complain that they've got too much MGP anyway. Yeah, so. that like me. Yeah. Who complains about having too much money? Well, what am I going to spend Wait. this other two million MGP on? I already bought the mount. You have a cactar? Yeah. Yeah, I I bought the, I had four million going into the patch. Well, five well I had enough to buy a stick. <laughs> I bought my stick. Have you considering asking Godbert to have the gold saucer start carrying cocaine? Hmm. <laughs> or well, you know, you can get your cum cum stuff. <sighs> That's a sentence that just happened. Yeah, it's but, I heard it but too. It's a thing. I never, by the way, I never noticed that the cum cum staff actually has an eyeball. That's not helpful. <laughs> it's one eyed. Actively not helpful. <laughs> it's a one eyed stick. Oh, and I've got another Simpsons quote coming to mind. I heard it too. Here's some light music. Well, you know, oh. it's day. So Air Force One is an on rails part of the game and this podcast is a not on rails podcast we've gone off the rails baby well no, we're still talking about gold saucer because come come stick is come come stop is it? <laughs> nope it's over it's come come stick forever good job <laughs> thank you for renaming the in-game <laughs>
Oh, I don't want to buy one. It's the one-eyed cum-cum stick. <laughs> no, that cannot be the, the episode title either. Sorry, guys. Uh, to be honest, I keep going Damn to... It. I've, I've done a few guys have seen my Twitter sort of things recently. Why are we leading I, to I, your Twitter? Because a couple of days ago, I found some people promoting how much they beat Alma and how amazing they are. I'm, I ran up to them. I said, I've got a stick and I bought the, the wooden sword katana from um, Golden Saucer. Nice. Yeah, they've added the wooden katana with this update as well. Ooh. So. Oh, man. So with that, the holy rainbow hat, maybe find something yeah. to be like uh, cargo shorts or whatever. I can totally be a douche bro weeb. Make that glamour happen. Yeah, so I ran Hashtag up to them. Hashtag you be on the buckle stick. <laughs> And they're like, nice steak. And then I shout out, Yuri Cap got a steak. And everyone's like, yeah, nice steak. <laughs> How remarkably polite and slightly unexpected. <laughs> yeah, so I said, oh, I they, thank you. I respect your steak. And someone else on that said it was the best. Apparently, Sammy wants us to delete all of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> not on so not our steak. That means we've, we've See, hit it big, if fam. Pull early if your steak is good. Yeah. We've made it, fam. We, we want people to delete us. Oh, but I'm assuming you guys have seen the new mount at least. I have. It's awesome. It is so gaudy. It is beautiful. It jiggles and I will never get it. Uh, I think the, the, the balloons make it the best. When it's it's flying in the air, it's got balloons and it's just so amazing. Also, I'm mildly annoyed that every mount is a flying mount now. It doesn't make sense for a lot of them. Oh, speaking oh, of, um, yeah, the primal ponies, the nightmare, the unicorn, and the direwolf can fly now too. Why can they fly? Magic. <sighs> I mean, to be uh, fair, it is a unicorn. It. You know, it is magic. Unicorn should be able to fly. As, as should all of the primal ponies. My little primal, my little primal pony, my primal pony. Um, anything else on Gold Saucer? I think it's good. It's not Blitzball, but it's good. Works for me. Anyone else? Talas? Chili? Nope. I'm happy that Gold Saucer has Mahjong. I've played it twice and I'm done. For- <laughs> You're done? I, I want my, um, I want my bike chasing game oh, oh I mean, um the motorcycle we've game we've already got the music we've got the mount yeah so. i i could see it i hope they're working on it uh, i'm guessing snowboarding would be next though after that whole yoshi joking about he's going he was going snowboarding after the patch went live yeah they they can keep the submarine game not a big fan of that but we do need the moogle game back Mog House. Mog House. Yes. Speak. Uh, also, uh, thinking of the submarine game, I always found it weird in FS7. Like much later in the game, like there'd be scenes where, like, if you find something underwater, it cuts to inside the submarine, and you still got those Sinra soldiers tied up there. You will always like, have them tied up. That's fine. They're, They're your friends now. That's not how friendship works. Stockholm syndrome. I have some terrible news for everyone. I need new friends. I thought oh. that's 
I thought that's how I became part of this podcast. I remember. Because we tied you up in a submarine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm an accessory to so many crimes. <laughs> I'm so glad this is being recorded. You know, when, when, when did we get a submarine for one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Stormblood. Yeah, Wait, you've been around since before Stormblood, so yeah, we we technically that that couldn't have happened, unless like you're was... you're from the future. Well, you know, I am British, and we know you've seen that we have a blue phone box on our beach. Chili, you know, you are future man. Oh God, <laughs> why did you? We let him have one of them. I don't know. We'd like to shout out to all of our patrons for helping us buy ridiculous equipment that we clearly use for the best purposes. Ever. The best. Uh, oh, come on. You guys know you'll love it. 2019 is going to have this shit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay, so let's talk about those job adjustments. Chili, why don't you get us started? On monk. They buffed shit monks. If you're a shit monk, you got buffed. Congratulations. Yeah, yep. ba- basically That's everything basically it. everything got a potency increase, basically. No, doesn't everything that also, doesn't that also buff good monks? No, because it they it only buffed the potency of when you're not doing the positional correctly. Oh. The positional damage has not been increased, but the uh, non-positional damage has been increased. Well, why wouldn't they have but, added that base amount to the positional version? Uh, because it's to, it's it's to help keep raise the lower the ceiling or whatever the word is. Raise yeah, the floor. Like with, raise floor, yeah. basically. Like with Dragoon, yeah. when they made those changes, so it wasn't as harsh a penalty if you messed it up. Yeah, instead of being fifty to sixty potency penalty, it's now only twenty. Okay, that so that's pretty shitty. Yeah, I mean, is that that shitty? I mean, like it's more giving. Yeah, I know. I've seen my damage increase a lot because of it. It it's not just for shitty monks. It's there's a lot of fights in the last expansion. This expansion where you can't do your positionals twenty four unless you have got a good tank. Like oh, with yeah, the Albert hard mode. Chili oh, is shitty yeah. monk confirmed. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you can't do positionals, especially on like the final boss of Arboretum Hard, yeah. you just you have to keep going because you need to keep your crease lightning up. Yeah. But now instead of getting a potency one thirty, you're getting you know potency uh, fifty. Now it's potency. Yeah. Was it one fifty? Yeah, but you yeah. just have to keep it going. So it makes sense why it's there, but it definitely if yeah. you're a bad monk, it helps a lot. If you're a good monk, it helps a little. Yeah. I, I but the biggest buff is True North, which affects all melee classes, but that removes the positionals and it's been reduced from i think it's what 150 to 90 seconds so you can keep true north up more often yeah nice i think it's because they noticed that a lot of the more recent fights are a bit more mechanic heavy and you do have to face different directions and move around yeah really it's only down for 75 seconds because of the 15 second duration so right which is pretty decent so if you time it in just the right locations you know because you're not going to yeah. have that long of um, time frames when you're not going to be able to use your positions. It's going to be pretty small. I find it times perfectly now in um, Savage Omega. Maybe that's why oh, we did it. So. Um, and then just we'll go in the other one that did a lot of potency increases. Machinists, basically most of their yeah. skills had a, had a boost to their potency. So. Yeah, I know Machinist has just not been great in the meta lately. So Even then it's not. Bard is still better. Well, duh. So, I mean, 
Of course. But I do want to know what's going to happen to Bard once they get rid of Tactician. Well, it's... Eh. Yeah, like... It's not the fact that it's uh, the, the um, TP. Well, it's the reduction of mini. Well, we, I mean, st- we still, still have... have yeah, we still have the refresh. Yeah, but for our... At least for our group, our bard needs to time both of them to keep the hate down. Yeah, there are fights so. or they may reduce the uh, cooldown on it. That's mainly because our tank doesn't use tank stance, by the way. So, <sighs> Well, because c- tanks do DPS, right? Yeah. It's just a blue yeah. DPS. Well, yeah, our tanks do uh, about 4k DPS, so... So then in, in your raid group, then they're also going to appreciate the fact that white mages have uh, reduced end regeneration on most of their uh, healing skills. Yeah, which is good. Though it doesn't seem to affect them that much, if I'm honest. It doesn't it don't seem to have decreased it by a lot. One percent. Because... <laughs> I've, that... no. I've noticed a small change when I'm having white yeah. mages, but normally if I have a white mage, it's an eight man. So I have two healers yeah. anyway, um, but it does help a little but with the change of our size being it that seems to keep it the same amount really because it they it, they can do it more often if i'm rightly yeah, can, that's fair can, that might be why they break. did the reduce reduction then yeah just to keep it balanced out yeah so this is basically yeah. what we're going to have until we get uh shadowbringers uh in the summer yeah, because remember these pat these updates may not stick, depending on they how they have to redo them. Because it's going to be a total so, rework of all the jobs when when five yeah. comes out. But this should at least last us until then. Yeah, yeah, because th- they're removing TP. There's no other real big changes coming down the pipe that we're aware of. So I also noticed that there were a number of PvP changes. Meh. Uh, they're always rebalancing PvP. Yeah, that one is going to be uh, constantly changing just because they're watching how the meta is working there, and uh, they need to make sure that, that something like that stays balanced. Yeah, that's important to a degree that it might not necessarily be in PvE content. Yeah. I, I there's There were a lot of changes. I'm, we're not going to go through any of them because most people don't PvP. If you're interested, they are in the, the uh, patch notes. There really should be a PvP podcast. I'm a little surprised there isn't now that I think about it. You gonna start one, Shelly? It is weird that that this game doesn't, like, we support PvP and the Feast is amazing and it's fun to watch really good players do it, but just by and large, it's not really a huge part of Fortnite. No. There's not even really that big of a streamer nowadays that stream it, because I used to know about Joe Never Fails streaming when he did back in, like, two years ago. But is that really, there's not a face you play anymore. I no, don't he think plays he does. PDO. Yeah, he, he's mainly doing. Uh, I even other brought games. it up to him if he'd bring. Um, if he's going to go back to for Shadowbringers, he said no. So I'm sad. Huh. So. All right, okay. and I suppose let's talk about the other items that we got in the game. Um, we got that new custom deliveries client, Adkira. Yes. <laughs> uh, Adkira make sure you unlock that straight away yeah I'm kind of sad that I didn't do it right away Tuesday morning because I missed out on a level oh, I forgot about that 
Yeah, I forgot about it too. I could have done it, but I was up and I, and I, and I patched my systems, but I did not uh, jump on and do that. I was up till I fell. I fell. Asleep. I I tried to stay up all night and fell asleep in like at nine a.m. I slept for two whole hours. I know slept for two miles. Chili, how are um, you alive? <laughs> I ask myself that frequently. The answer to that is chili hats. Uh, chili chili hacks is true. No chili hats, as in H A T S. Chili hacks hats. Chili hats. Chili hacks hats. And he don't. That care. makes less sense. Exactly. When you explain something, it's supposed to make more sense afterwards. <laughs> That's not listen, librarian. Look, That's not how things work in this game. Look, you've never raided me, okay? People get more confused after I tell them the strats of raids. I feel like that's more of a you problem. It really is. But people laugh and it's fun. All right. Oh, well, that's okay then. Does anybody else kind of think it's odd that two of the four uh, clients are now in the same building? I'm happy, but I'm also weirded out as to why they put two of them that close. I mean, honestly, I think it's perfectly fine. In terms of the type of stuff we're doing, hey, some of our clients know other clients. Like, we're making business connections. It's yeah, not I mean, that surprising that they know each other. That's the exact story behind it, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to that story. I was paying attention to the other story that's in it. That's more important. The second side story is more important than the main story. Look at Tala's in the chat, you know, trying to drum up questions. Wow. Which second sto hmm. side story? I missed something. There's a seat. Didn't you pay attention to the female Lalafell? She totally wants some of that. <laughs> she does. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's the only story I care about, whether she's going to get any. I'm sure there's copious fanfic devoted to no. I don't want to actually see it. But yeah, you do. Don't you lie. just no, want to know that out there, she's happy. Yeah, that's that's all I want. All right. Um, they added a whole bunch of new housing items from the item design contest, so you can get your inner Bob Ross on. Oh man, I do. Happy love little trees. Things. Happy little treads. Um, they added a whole bunch of new craftable items, including lofts and stairs. Yeah, I wait until they go down in price. They're actually not, they're really easy to make. Yeah, it like they're level forty five carpenter. Yeah, I don't have that. They're only like thirty k. I I just spent four million helping sort of a few people get their gear up so they could do quests. Mm. I but I do love how it's in all this like. Like, okay, we have to glitch all this stuff. We have to do all these things. Oh, Square Enix is breaking all. They don't want us doing it. Here's lost guys. But they're not very easy to use. There is that. Also, they count as tabletop items, so you can't put certain items on unless you glitch them. Yeah, I, you can't but, put a couch on it. Yeah. Uh, I do, I do uh, think it's something where they want it to work. They just, as usual, have some amount of technical. Yeah. But they're probably still working like, on a, a yeah. few things with it, but... Um, I mean, the, if there's that much player interest in it, I think they're going to try to make it happen. The That's idea is great. The implementation yeah. needs work. Um, for instance, like I said, the stairs can only be attached to a wall. And it you, also works on the. Um, what do you call it? So um, 
fake walls. Oh, so the you, partitions? you can use a partition? Yeah, partitions. Yeah. I, it has to be a full partition. You can't use the half partitions, though. No, it has to be a full partition, but still. I mean, just from an architectural perspective, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's a load-bearing wall, Klaus. But stairs aren't that difficult. You can design stairs to be standalone. But these stairs don't have any to hold them up. Well, hopefully There's we get no, stairs. Like, pillars to hold them up. Hopefully we they get some standalone stairs. What's that? Magic. Magic. Deus Ex Heidelin, the same way that everything works. In She's this. weakened right now, remember? And you can't use... They, they haven't found ancient elegant stairs yet, so... With Heidelin <laughs> in her state, she is not up to code. She doesn't have the power to stop gravity on those stairs for every house. Damn it. And they, as I said, they haven't found those ass yet. Ancient elegant stairs. <sighs> They're in Crystal Tower. Yeah, but those stairs actually have, like, solid things underneath it that connect it to the ground. But they're not connected to a wall. Yeah, but these aren't connected to the ground. They're just sort of floating there. The only bit that's connected to the ground is the base. So if you're halfway on the stairs, there's nothing to sort of hold it up. Yeah, I know, but you know what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm hoping that eventually we, we can get a standalone stairway or stair set. I want a spiral one. That and way. then you'll be building the stairway to heaven? I'm on the highway. <laughs> we all are chilly. We all are. Um, Wait, what? They added Lalafell and Rogadin mannequins. So I made my house full of Lalafell mannequins. I'm sure it's you did. Outfits. Oh, creepy. Because Chili <laughs> doesn't need to sell anything. smiling at you. <laughs> Do you need some Calcabrinas just for accents? Yeah, I do. No. No. They got, got one upstairs in her bunny out in an angel outfit. Two downstairs in their little bunny outfits. One dressed as a chef. <sighs> They're the happy little lalafels. Okay, so how about those Eureka adjustments, guys? Yeah, Eureka. Oh, no, they make some changes to Pagos. <laughs> That's also a housing. I was going to say. Okay. As long as it doesn't involve Lollafell Lala uh, mannequins dressed up for your sexual gratification. I'm trying to remember what the other... No, something else that has them, but I've forgotten it now. You could look at the it? notes. No, I was looking at the notes and then remembered something and forgot it again. Oh. I'll, if I think about it, I'll bring it up. Okay. Uh, so Eureka, they uh, changed... No, that's it. <laughs> I remember it now. Fish tanks. Um, there's some new fish tanks um, you can get. New backgrounds yeah from what fight uh, is that but, from chili well some of them actually sold you actually buy some of them from the vendors in the glob the housing i know there's, a, there's get... a certain one that they showed off in the live letter where was that one from oh yeah the one from tuscanomi from where tuscanomi <laughs> sukuyomi tuscanomi. oh man i i joined the learning party for sukuyomi and we got most of the way through oh nice you nearly cleared her I, you nearly yeah. beat tuscanomi <laughs> Sadly, that is, I have learned that is a fight where one person can wipe everyone. Yeah, yep. I, I learned that when during one of my first clears, we were well, like, Look, Chili, they're like, because we're in Discord with my raid group, and I look, look, Chili, look how easy it is. We nearly cleared it on our fourth pool. And we're, I'm like, Yeah, oh my God, that's amazing. And then someone shouted, Limit break, limit break, limit break. 
So one of our, uh, one of our people decided to come Red Mage and did the Red Mage limit break. But they and did they the Red Mage else. limit break. No, they did that just as the fans were spawning. So everyone was blind <gasps> and confused and we all died. Oh, no. <laughs> Death via visual effects. That's awful. All right. So can we go to Eureka now? Sir, everybody, yeah. let's all go to you. Well, let's leave the other because that was good fun. Okay, so uh, they changed the rate that the NM spawn. Uh, you need to kill less NM, less mobs to get them to spawn in Pagos and Pyros. Yeah, um, it sounds like in general they tried to reverse a lot of stuff that made Pagos kind of hellish. They um, buffed the number of crystals you get for defeating. NMs, and then the etherites are much easier to access in Pagos. Um, for instance, the level 30 um, etherite sh- uh, crystal now only needs to be level 23, and the one where you accessed it from level 32, you only need to be level 25. I mean, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So it's going to be much easier to traverse the map. <clears throat> and- I'm now level 34 because I've been running it with a friend. Yeah, I mean, once you get access to the full map and you can just zhoosh across it, it's so much easier. Yeah. It makes it. And I kept jumping on people's mounts. It makes it tolerable. I mean, it doesn't make it great, but it's tolerable. Yeah, sometimes that's all you can ask for. They still got those stupid sleeping dragons. Yeah, but you don't have to encounter them nearly as frequently. Yeah. And then uh, um, they also made some uh, adjustments to the Logos actions in Pyros. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, now I'm, I'm getting close to my second part of the weapon, so I'm happy. Nice. Well, they want people to be able to jump into Hydatos as soon as it's ready, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, sure. Let's see. Um. I like this. Recast timer for abilities will now be reset when entering dungeons, trials, and raids. Yeah, that's so, one that people have been asking for for a bit, so yeah. it's nice that we finally have it. Yep, so, I mean, like I said, you, you're out, you're in queue, you are um, doing some crafting or gathering or something like that, and you have to or change just your job. practice against the, the training dummy. Yeah, and then you, you, so your queue pops, and you switch jobs, and all of your things are on cooldown, and yeah, yeah so you're, you're kind of screwed. Now everything just is ready to go as soon as you, you go in. So that's nice. Uh, we talked about the primal ponies and all the new mounts that can fly. Uh, they also yeah. changed music for red hair, uh, the Neza chariots, the whale, the carbuncles, and the panda. So they all have new I, mount music. I couldn't tell the difference with the panda music. I haven't listened oh, yeah, to it yet, but it. I've got the hair and one of the carbuncles. But so I what changed? I don't know. I haven't listened yet. Yeah, I haven't heard the change myself. I have the panda, but I didn't hear anything different. So. I heard a sound effect when he when he leaves. I don't remember him doing, but. And there was a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So if you want to go through that, go ahead and check out the full patch notes that we uh, linked. Not the lodestone. Yep. Otherwise, we will also put them in the uh, show notes and in the description yeah. on the podcast. So, um, yeah. Like I said, probably on the next episode, we will uh, lift the spoiler ban 
um, and we'll talk all about the storylines and all that good stuff. So giving people as much chance as possible to go and enjoy this. So, because I thought the storylines were great. So they yeah. sure were. That dungeon is amazing. All right, so we are going to be trying out a whole new shtick today. Um, we're going to give Sarah a break tonight with the lore, but he, I'm sure he's going to be real excited about this new uh, uh, segment we're going to try today. And the reason oh, we yeah, have, I am going to have plenty to say. The reason we have Talas on today is because Talas is a real-life culinarian. Um, that is I just wanted to say that because, well, it's in the game. Um, I don't, you probably don't actually call yourself a culinarian, do you? I actually started to because it's hilarious. <laughs> Excellent. If you watched me on Squad Says uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually, in my tagline underneath my Twitter handle, it actually just said culinary. Other dude was just like, catering what? chef. The judges were like, stand-up comedians, and it's like, towels marvelous. Culinary. Culinary. <laughs> Did you say level 70 culinarian? I'm going to for the next episode. <laughs> nice. Level 70 specialist, specialist culinarian. Yeah. I am a specialist. We are going to try something uh, that we're going to tentatively call the prep station. So, Talas, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us what we are going to be delving into today. Okay, friends. So, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Talas Marvelous. I actually am a culinarian. I grew up doing catering. And I've been playing Final Fantasy since I was four years old. I've been playing 14 since 1.0. And Culinary is one of my favorite disciples of the hand. So when we were talking about this a few months ago, we talked about, like, how would we do this? Because, you know, reading off a recipe or explaining how to cook something in an audio format is awful, frankly. So we wanted to kind of go into sort of the history and the lore, look into some ingredients that you can find in the world, and how you would use those, what their real-world counterparts would be, and how they could potentially function, not only in your Eorzean kitchen, but in yours in real life. So I wanted to pick a couple of ingredients that most people are pretty familiar with. And the thing that you see a lot on the like pre-printed shopping list, kitschy things, is milk, bread, and eggs. So to get started, I decided we would start with eggs. The incredible edible egg. Eggs really are a miracle ingredient. They kind of are, and there's a ton of them in this game. So the first ones that you can find, you can find Apkalu eggs, Dodo, Pukes, and Gastornis. They're all pretty straightforward. Each one has a slightly different description. Um, the Gagana egg, for example, says it's a massive egg. It's used in a lot of the 60 to 70 crafts. Most of the dishes are Asian in origin. It's things like popoto soba, shakshuka, takoyaki, egg foo young, baklava, mostly Asian style cuisine. And if you look at the different kinds of poultry that you can find in, say, the US or in the UK or in Asia, you get a slightly different type of egg. It's either longer or wider. Some of them are smaller or bigger. I know when I lived in Japan, eggs were shelf stable because they didn't get pasteurized. And that layer that's on the outside when the egg first comes out that lets it be shelf stable doesn't get washed off. In the U.S. it does. So you're going to get slightly different eggs that are going to allow you to make slightly different recipes. Chicken eggs is an item in the game. Now everybody who has ever bought an egg has probably bought an egg from a chicken. Here in the real world, you might be able to find 
a really, really fancy egg at a really expensive grocery store, like a quail egg or something. But most of the eggs you're going to find are going to be chicken eggs. In Eorzea, it's labeled as domesticated chicken. And all the chicken ingredient or all the chicken egg recipes are mostly bacon. It's things like night's bread for anybody that played ARR uh, raids. They know night's bread very well. Uh, apple tarts, cornbreads, dark pretzels, ginger cookies, honey muffins. A lot of the stuff that's kind of, you know, baked goods, which is what a lot of eggs get used for. Uh, I do want to throw in, I believe uh, Heaven's Word crafters also know night's bread pretty well, because I believe that's the one that's used for baked onion soup. That is true. Mm. Night's bread is used for the uh, baked onion soup, basically a French onion soup and a bread. So good. Oh, yeah. Very good. So there's one uh, one egg that I did see that just kind of has a really gross uh, description. So we're bringing it up. Um, the Okeanos egg. It's a soft-shelled, slime-covered, ever-so-slightly-warm egg. Freshly harvested, I bet. If that doesn't make you want an egg, I'm not sure what will. That is, mm. like, the grossest description ever. <laughs> Yummy. Straight from the box. It's used for your name day cake and the king cake. But of course. Well, you know, that, you know, those rich people do love their expensive, weird foods. Enjoy your name day cake. It came from a slime covered warm egg. Hey, that probably means it's like really rich. Yeah, it could. Say, it's probably nice. They probably, they probably wash the slime off before it's cooked. I mean, I don't know. The only cooking utensils that we get are frying pans and knives. I mean, there's water outside, right? There's water, Chris. I, I imagine Arzia doesn't have nearly as much in terms of hygiene as we do. I sincerely doubt that they do. I mean, do we have running water? I'm sure somewhere in Heavensward there's a town with running. Yeah, it's called a waterfall. Fair. Or a river. There's some places with fountains. That counts, right? Perfect. Yep, so we, we, Don't we do it all in like the, the Fountain Square. Yeah. Uh, I will remark that in the real world, I have seen occasionally more exotic eggs. A friend of mine who raised ducks would use duck eggs on cooking, and I remember some roommates who, I don't even know where they got it, but they got an ostrich egg and attempted to make scrambled eggs from it. It doesn't but, work. Yeah, it was really not the greatest like they exist but in terms of that large-scale industrial production to actually feed an entire society it's pretty much chickens or nothing i think my butcher was selling goose eggs at one point you can get eggs from a lot of different creatures especially if you have a really good butcher or a really good uh dairy provider a lot of them have access to them you just need to know where to look and frankly even if you have them what are you going to do with them you have to have a, an end goal in mind before you invest in doing something like buying an ostrich egg for one person doesn't really work <laughs> out. I think, yeah, I think they got it as more of like a, hey, it's this neat souvenir thing for this thing we're busy. They had like, yeah. it must have been a farm or something. I know they had ostrich burgers as well. And they're like, okay, we're going to get this and try making it to see what. But, but there was definitely but, no plan. But dude, you get that ostrich egg. Just think about Dem Gaines. All the protein. Yeah. I don't think they even finished a quarter of it. Like, it filled the pan. Yeah, they're they massive. They had no idea yeah, what they it's, were doing. It's uh, like doing. 12 to 18 chicken eggs, isn't it? Yeah, it's about 
it's about an 18 pack of eggs, give or take, but it's, it's a ton of protein. It's a lot of water content, but it still behaves just like liquid protein does where if you mix in like salt first or whatever, it's going to break down a little bit differently. It's going to cook at a different temperature. I mean, if so it's got more expensive, then yeah. it'd be something interesting to do. That was one of the things I heard, like with that, uh, or the duck eggs, yeah. uh, they were described as like, okay, it's like regular eggs, except it's like a little bit richer, but like they would use it in mostly the same way. Yeah. Duck eggs are definitely a lot more rich. Um, they work pretty good with butter. Um, if you want to do like a really like dense omelet, you could get a really cool flavor out of them. So speaking of omelets, yeah, very few things don't go in omelets. Uh, there's actually very few of the eggs that exist in Aorzea that get used in omelets, which I thought was kind of weird. Because normally when you think egg, it's like, okay, how many different ways can you make eggs? Omelets generally come up pretty quickly. But in here, we have the Apkalu and the Dodo omelets. And you're like, what else do we have? Why don't we use the chicken eggs for omelets? We don't. The Okeanos eggs, we don't. One of the omelets that is pretty popular right now on the market board, so level 70 crafters, go make some gill on this one, is the priestly omelet. Um, priestly omelet is a pretty solid use of ingredients. It gives you a, a lot of good buff. I think I have a link somewhere. Maybe not. Anyway. Uh, I got gotcha. Priestly Thank omelet? Priestly omelet. Thank you, sir. Sure thing. Uh, so that one is going to give you a critical... The main status critical hit with direct hit as a secondary, up to 53 and 24 respectively if you're having it high quality. Yeah, really, really good DPS. Um, now here's one that gets weird. It's a premium chicken's egg. It's called the heaven's egg that is used to make that omelet. It's blue. So I went, okay, well, where in the world am I going to find a blue egg here in the real world? Uh, it turns out it's pretty easy if all of your chickens are diseased. So that's bad. We don't want to eat those. Um, Wait, and Rowena is... She's getting her stock from! Yup. So that's where my first thought was, oh god, we're killing everyone. And then I went, no, there can't be. There has to be another kind of chicken that can do this, because there's different breeds of chicken. Um, the Amarukanas, the Arukanas, and the Creme Leg Bars are all different types of chickens that sometimes lay blue eggs. Yeah, they're not that, uh, you know, uncommon. Huh, I wonder they're what makes it blue. It's just, a pro it's just how the shell is built inside the creature, and not all the eggs they lay are blue, similar to how some chickens, not all the eggs they lay are brown or white you were cutting you've been cutting out a little bit here talas careful am with i your cutting push. out okay careful with your push to talk you can just go ahead and hold it down if you want all right cool um but yeah most chicken eggs are brown or white and then these couple of breeds are going to get you blue ones so looking into these now we know that we can get these blue eggs we know that heaven's eggs are a thing that exists so what else can we make with the heaven's egg and one of the things I found was the flognard. It's a baked French dessert, and it looked kind of delicious. And I thought, all right, well, I want to look into this and see kind of what it's made of in Eorzea and then what it would be made of in the real world if I wanted to make it here. The Eorzean version is a level 64 star. Um, it makes a eye level 250 uh, spell speed, vitality, and critical hit. Uh, food it's pretty awesome it comes with a golden apple a heaven's egg highland flower 
sweet cream milk, sweet cream, and birch syrup. Okay, if we wanted to go one for one for ingredients, this one's pretty straightforward. A golden apple is going to be any kind of baking apple you could use. Heaven's egg is obvious. Highland flour would be probably an all-purpose flour. Or if you wanted to get lighter, you might use a bread flour, something with uh, activation in it, something with a little bit more uh, baking soda. The sweet cream milk and the sweet cream kind of threw me off because I don't know why it has sweet cream on here twice. But then I looked into more of the recipes that use those two. And what sweet cream is, is it's more like heavy cream. It's this kind of cream that you would use to make whipped cream with. And what sweet cream milk is, is going to be whole milk. So instead of getting a 1% or 2% or fat free, it's the whole milk that has the full milk fat available. So by the way, heavy... well, if you live in England, heavy cream is also called double cream. Yep. Double cream. I've, I've wondered about it so many recipes, but so with both whole milk and heavy cream, this is going to be a very rich dish. It can be, but for most of the things that I found, we'll actually get into full ingredient amounts and some of the adjustments necessary later. Uh, but it does get pretty rich and pretty dense. The last ingredient is birch syrup. So my thought was, okay, birch syrup, why am I not using vanilla extract or a vanilla uh, syrup? Because that's what pretty much anything in the real world would be using, especially for a French baked good. So I looked into, got onto Gamer Escape and uh, FF14 database, rest in peace. And I started looking through what I could find. Vanilla exists in this game real world recipe uses vanilla extract but vanilla beans are available in the game and they don't make a vanilla extract so we don't have vanilla extract to use even though vanilla beans already exist so if you ever want to gather vanilla beans there are time node and Corythus western highlands have fun uh, i'll also throw in because in the real world a, a friend of mine who bakes says that vanilla extract gets has been getting more and more expensive lately. Uh, I'm not sure why he explained something about it. Maybe you know more about this. Uh, but he said that almond extract is often a good substitute. Almond extract can work. You get a lot of the natural sugar and the natural sweetness out of it. Um, vanilla, vanilla is crazy expensive. It's not you know, saffron levels expensive, but it's, it's getting up there. It's getting harder to do. One thing you can do if you are 21 or over or 18 or over, depending on where you live, uh, pick yourself up a bottle of really cheap vodka, uh, pour a shot out, pick up uh, two vanilla beans, bruise the back, bruise them with the back of a knife and drop them into your bottle of vodka. Let them sit for at least two months. Congratulations. You now have your own vanilla extract that was a lot cheaper and it's going to last you a crazy long time because of the alcohol content. Oh, man, I got to try this. Yeah. So have fun with that if you want to uh, make your own vanilla extract. Plus, depending on what kind of vodka you use, you're going to get a slightly different flavor. Obviously, higher quality gets better. But when you're baking with it, don't feel like you need to buy the really, really nice stuff. This is getting a half a tablespoon poured into an entire batch of cookies. So we have birch syrup instead. It's made from birch sap. Uh, show of hands, who loves diadem? Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I did. <laughs> I, uh, I made so much money from peridotals. So yeah, Diadem or the Vanu Vanu are the best place to get birch syrup. And they're going to, or birch sap, and then you're going to be able to make birch syrup through that. So with all those ingredients, 
you're going to be able to make yourself a Flognard and sell it to a caster on the market board. So now we need to make this in the real world. Well, pretty easy to figure out. We need some kind of fruit, eggs, flour, whole milk, uh, heavy cream, and a lot of the recipes I saw actually used alcohol. So when we're looking at the alcohol, it says about a tablespoon of kirsch. It's a clear fruit brandy. A lot of them you can find are sour cherry flavored. You can mm-hmm. also use a cognac, a brandy, or a dark rum. For those of you who love uh, other desserts as much as I do, kirsch is the liquor that you'll use in a traditional Black Forest cake. That is correct. <laughs> um, if you don't have those, you can pick up... Uh, I picked up a $7 bottle of brandy, and it worked fine. Like, you don't have to go like full tilt to grab really good stuff for this. Uh, vanilla extract, we've already talked about. Whole milk and heavy cream. Depending on which recipes I was seeing, depending on if they were using berries or stone fruit or apples, I was seeing some of them using three quarters of a cup of milk and a quarter cup of heavy cream. I was also seeing some that were just using whole milk. I didn't see any that went super heavy into the heavy cream. So if you don't have it, don't buy an entire pint of it to use four ounces. That's ridiculous. You can just use whole milk. Um, you will have a slightly different fat content, but it's not going to be enough to super change your dish for what you're making. Most of the ones I found use sugar. Uh, the Eorzean recipe does say sweet cream and sweet cream milk, which means that their milk and their heavy cream has probably has some kind of sweetener in it as far as the lore would be concerned. So here in the real world, if you're making it, you're going to want to include some sugar because you're going to need that sweetness because you want it to caramelize. All-purpose flour. I have seen everything from half a cup to two cups. Um, I've seen everything from as low as 50 grams to almost 200 grams of flour. I've seen everywhere in between. A lot of it depends on what fruit you're using, how deep your dish is. If you're uh, blind baking it first, if you're using two or three eggs, it all comes down to the science of baking, how much you need of any one particular thing. The recipe I sort of came up with was about eight tablespoons, about 70 grams, give or take. It really depends on you just want to make sure that your basically custard has enough flour in it to really set. So when it does bake, it sets into a loaf and not into a pile of scrambled eggs with apples in it, which was what my test fire for the first time I made this turned out like. Ooh. Yeah, I think I, I don't know if I posted that on Twitter yet. It's uh, it's bad. Um, most of the recipes I found use between 10 and 15 ounces of fruit, whether that's thickly sliced stone fruit like plums or apricots or diced apples, or a lot of them used strawberries or raspberries depending on which one you're using, will change a lot about how much flour you need because of how much water you're going to get. You're going to get a lot more water content out of a berry than you are out of, say, an apple. But you're going to get a super different water content if you're using all apricots or all plums. So sort of keep your eye on it. Uh, I did mine in a 400-degree oven. Um, Whisk your dry ingredients together. Mix your wet ingredients. Dry goes into wet. Stir butter the crap out of your dish and literally just put layer your fruit in pour the custard on throw it in the oven 
for about half an hour or so. Depends on how hot your oven is. Altitude type of pan. Heads up, don't use an enameled cast iron pan. That worked terribly. Uh, I use a glass bottom dish. It works just fine. You're able to make a nice loaf once it comes out. Get it out of the pan as soon as it's set enough that you can do so. Let it cool completely. Goes awesome with ice cream. Goes awesome with whipped cream. <laughs> Sounds good. So now that everybody's super, super, super hungry. <laughs> um, some of the things that I noticed when I was making it in the real world. Moisture from the apples. Less than great results. Like I said, I ended up with scrambled eggs with apples in them. Um, different pans. Um if you're using something like an apple or a pear, a little bit more vanilla extract wouldn't help because they're so dense. Um, depends on your area, depends on how large or fresh your fruit is. Use the best fruit that you have available to you because the fresher your product is and the fresher your items are, the better result you're going to get. What I'm able to get in Western Washington might be different than what you're getting in Texas or the East Coast or wherever you're listening from. So just Bear in mind that you want to get fresher, the better you are baking it. So you're going to get a very different result than if you were just eating it fresh. I think everybody is hungry right now. Yeah, I'm thinking about delicious, delicious food. I'm checking my pantry. (laughs) Excellent. (sighs) There was actually one other thing that I wanted to make because I saw that it was made with the heaven's egg and I frankly know that I'm terrible at baking. So I said, I want to make one thing that I know I can make by heart and I know that I can do and have it turn out. And it turns out that that particular item is something that you can make in Eorzea as well. There's like four or five items you can make with the heaven's egg that I really like. So I'm kind of curious where we're going with this. Spaghetti carbonara. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing anyone? Uh, Sam May and I are sort of partners in a weird platonic way. Damn it! How do you feel about polyamory? Uh, considering you live like 700 miles away, we can talk. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway. Hi, Sam May. Okay. Yo. So, spaghetti carbonara is an Italian dish. It was normally designed as a midday lunch for coal workers it was something very dense it had pasta it had eggs it would have pork it was flavored with black pepper and usually used a hard cheese so what the really hard part for making it is that your sauce is made with the eggs a lot of the versions of carbonara in the u.s and in the uk and in europe in general sorry i keep saying uk because i'm just picking on you chili uh a lot of them use cream. The original Wait, traditional. Why you picking on me? Because uh, you live there. Okay. Yeah, like I just want to rant really quickly. There's a couple Italian places near me that offer what they claim is spaghetti carbonara, but then it's like spaghetti with Alfredo sauce. It's like fuck you, no, that's not carbonara. <laughs> no, that is definitely not carbonara. That is Alfredo sauce that you have put smoked pork into and put way too much black pepper. That sounds amazing. It, so I mean, it might want... be okay. It's not carbonara. No, it's not. You want to go traditional carbonara and we're talking super traditional. You're not even using garlic levels of traditional. 
Ooh. The original old school, like you talk to the guys in Italy, you show them recipes for carbonara and they just scowl at them because it's like silly Americans trying to make carbonara with garlic and Alfredo sauce. There's no garlic. Your main flavoring ingredient is the bacon. Well, rather, you're not actually using bacon. You're using smoked pork belly or pancetta or pancetta. You're cutting it into lardons. Um, But most for most of us, buying bacon at the store is going to be infinitely easier than trying to find you know, high quality imported Italian pork. Nobody needs that. Just yeah. buy bacon. You'll and cheaper. Fine. It's a lot cheaper. Um, so Still you tasty. cut your bacon, cut your bacon into lardons, throw it into a cold pan, please. For me, for your buddy Talas, throw it into a cold pan and t- let the heat come up slowly. You're going to render more of the fat out of the bacon and you're going to get a crisper and better result when you do so. So, but this is is this streaky bacon standard yeah, American streaky, bacon? Streaky American smoked pork belly, um, okay. epic mealtime style bacon. Okay. Get the bacon. So, yeah, get all the bacon. Get all that browned off. Now, depending on where you're from, regionally or just your personal taste, you might want to add something like an onion. Onions can get a little bit acidic and a little bit bitey. I find you might do a lot better if you're using a shallot. So cut your shallot as small as you can. It is going to break down because once your bacon is about three quarters of the way done, you can throw a finely minced shallot into that same pan with your bacon grease, also known as the precious for anybody from the South. Stir that together. It's going to start to caramelize just a little bit. While you're doing all of this, this is important that you got this started is you want to have your water boiling and you want to have your pasta cooking because your pan that you have browned your bacon in and that you've cooked your onion in is going to be your pan that you finish this dish in. You'll want to pull your pasta out of the water, drag some of the water with it. A little bit of the water and starch is a good thing. It'll drop the temperature of your pan, start stirring it together. Don't stop mixing it and slowly add your egg. If you let your egg sit too long on the pan, it's going to scramble, it's going to curdle, and you're going to have scrambled eggs and spaghetti, and it's going to be super, super awkward. What you'd rather have is you want to keep it moving, and that egg is going to coat every single noodle, and you'll have a super rich, glistening pasta dish. Once you've gotten your egg completely in, that's where your hard cheese comes in. It's known as stone cheese for the Eorzean cookbook. You're going to want to use a Parmigiano-Reggiano. Real good stuff. Don't buy the pre-grated stuff. All of that's covered in potato starch, and that's why it never melts properly on your nachos. You're going to want to grab a microplane, and you're going to want to grate your Parmigiano-Reggiano. Keep it stirring. If you have any idea about wanting to eat this and be healthy, you should not eat this. (laughs) This is bacon grease on pasta, on eggs, on cheese. There's nothing healthy, and it's totally fine. I mean, if you need, like, emergency calories or something. Emergency calories, or you just really don't like your foot, you know, whatever. Like, so however you need to make this happen. Your primary seasoning is going to be coming from your bacon or from your pork, because it's going to have a lot of sodium content anyway. So as you're taste testing it before you serve it, note that it may or may not need salt at all, but it might need some. Black pepper is going to be your more heavy ingredient. And there's a lot of schools of thought on when to season. Before, during, after, two out of three. 
it's almost comes down to regional. I got my uh, chicken Parmesan, sorry, my eggplant Parmesan recipe. I have two different ones I got. One was from an older gentleman who required me to make a pizza from scratch in his kitchen in front of him. And he gave me his mother's recipe that she hand wrote and kept in her pocket when she came to Ellis Island. Wow. The second one I got from a second generation Ukrainian mom from New Jersey. When I say I've learned Italian food, I had to get tested to learn Italian food. So that being said, I still have no idea when in the world you're supposed to season this thing. You can season it at any point, but I will say if you're tasting it as you're going, you're going to know when you're going to need that black pepper. Open the top of your pepper mill when you're grinding it. You want it to be slightly larger than normal. Grind it kind of like you're grinding it for a really big piece of meat or a steak. You want those big kernels. You want that pepperiness. You want that bite that it comes with. Mix that together. Top with parsley or a little bit more Parmigiano-Reggiano. Comes Goes great with a glass of wine. And uh, enjoy embracing your inner fat kid. <laughs> I embrace him so much that I'm still him. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> Friend of mine always said, never the skinny chef. Hey, good news. I'm very trustworthy. As, as Babish says, that's going to be an entrance to the Clean Plate Club, I bet. <laughs> Very much. Actually, fun fact, uh, Babish's recipe for uh, carbonara, if you watch it, he does use garlic. And if you and he does use. So his recipe would not be considered super traditional. But that being said, if you look at a lot of his recipes, he's definitely taking his own spin. Like, I have a lock. I'm going to make fried rice in this skillet i'm like no dude come on what are you doing like <laughs> like remember he makes some making, of his own sp- remember if you're making fried rice to cook the rice the day before yeah. yes always you want cold rice tal as i just suggested the parmesan can go on nachos and i don't know what to think did i yes yeah well i mean you can <laughs> italian nachos is that a thing sure. uh i mean that can't you do anything with nachos See, Sarah, here's the problem is when you say stuff like that to me, I get really excited and then I make something terrible. I know. know. I'm kind of thinking about it, too. Like, this is a shared problem. (laughs) Poor Rory. I don't know if I'm hang for this. It's 11 p.m. and now I want food. Yes, experiment. So (laughs) Sam is actually my um, God. Uh, She's actually my uh, taste. One of my taste testers. Uh, She lives very close by and she has tasted a majority of the things and some of the terrible things that I have made in my life. Don't um, worry, you're, it's half past four in the morning and I want food. <laughs> um, I've made all kinds of weird stuff. I made tacos using raspberry jam and nerds. I made a compound butter using stone ground mustard. Uh, neither of those worked, by the way, but I did make them because I was curious to see how it would go down. By the way, if you want to watch someone that makes some weird stuff sometimes... Uh, go look up My Virgin Kitchen on YouTube. Oh, Barry is hilarious. Yeah. Very, very fun. I love that. Yeah. Your invisible tacos. When he, made oh, invisible, he made invisible, invisible nachos too, didn't he? Yeah. He did make invisible crisps, uh, invisible raviolis, yeah. or see-through ravioli. He made a clear 
um, pumpkin pie. Yeah. So anyway, the clear pumpkin pie was fun. That was really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're kind of diverging. So let's. Food. I, are we, we about ready to? Bellies. Do you think we can Food wrap this one up? Big. So that being said, in Aorcia, if you're going through the culinary quest line, there's a lot of stuff that you can really learn if you're paying attention and you know sort of what to look for especially in the 60 to 70 quest line there's a lot of the npc giving you the quest wants to honor the traditions but he also still wants to show that he has the creativity and the skill set to develop something new and that's what a lot of chefs strive for we never say we steal ingredients or steal ideas we just get inspired but if you look around, we fully steal recipes part and parcel from all of our friends. And we all know that we do it, but we all do it together. So if you find something that you want to cook or something in the Eorzean cookbook that you are interested in hearing about, find me on the Discord or uh, message me on Twitter. And I'd be more than happy to look into stuff for you. Yeah, and with this, you know, we may end up expanding it into something else as well. You know, while recipes don't necessarily work great in an audio format we may work something out on uh, as a another type of stream or video series so if you if you guys want to see something like that let us know um you know there might be some uh things that we need to work out on that but uh yeah i mean maybe we can make it uh like a patreon stretch goal or something i'm down so Something to think about if, if it's something you guys really want to see, you know, let us know. You know, it's something that, could, that definitely will need some additional support on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something we're definitely down for. I thought that was fun and very, uh, um, you know, hunger-inducing. Yeah, that is something I'm going to have to work on for the future because uh, it is now 8.30 p.m. my local time and I am desperately, desperately wanting food. And I ate right before we started recording. <laughs> but then again, I, I think we can say that for a lot of episodes where we end up talking about food. So, very true. Yeah, I started looking at all the heaven's egg recipes, and now I really, really want egg drop soup. This is your fault. Well, you are welcome. You can always call your local uh, um, Chinese place and get some. I mean, there's Chinese. There's uh, there's DoorDash. There's Postmates. It's weird because, oh, by the way, a small fact about England, Chi- most Chinese stores are shut on a Monday here. For some reasons. The, the local one is That's closed odd. on Monday here, too. Yeah. Well, it's the day they went off, I guess, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, they must have registered it, like, the whole around the world, then. <laughs> if they all shut on Monday. Yes. No Chinese food on Mondays. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you, Talas. I thought that was a lot of fun. Something different, something new. And we'll have to see what we do awesome. f- for the next one. Um, we'll, we may do some alternating between this and lore. Um, we have to, like I said, a lot of still uh, TBD. I mean, I, I like hearing about the cooking stuff too. It is a bit of a weakness for me. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think then. If uh, that'll cover that, then that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you guys liked what you heard, please make sure to like, subscribe, or follow us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, Podbean, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is. And if, if possible, leave us a rating or review. It definitely helps people find us and uh, lets people know what you think. Um, and if it's something you really dig, you can c- consider supporting us here at Twitch with your uh, um, your hard-earned money. You can, you can be a 
you can subscribe to us or you can use your free Twitch Prime sub and help us out that way. Um, or you can always uh, go out to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash phoenixdownradio. Um, and all the proceeds we get there go towards growing the show. Uh, like I said, we use it for upgrading equipment, um, hosting costs, you know, and, and try and do some fun stuff as well. Um, but whatever kind of support you give us, whether it's likes, retweets, um, subs, donations, uh, it's always greatly appreciated. We really love interacting with you guys and the rest of the community. So, um, shout outs. Who wants to start? I think we should start with our, our guest, Talas. Yeah, I just talked for like half an hour. Let me go first. That sounds great. <laughs> All oh, right. Now we can relax after that. Fair enough. Um, so shout outs. I wanted to shout out to uh, my free company, Unity, here on Hyperion. Uh, I literally almost quit the game until I found them. And it turns out a lot of them were local. Uh, so we've gotten to hang out and meet each other and do a bunch of meetups. Uh, shout outs to Mary Matsuri on Coeral, who does housing tour videos and has been a huge influence on my passion for the game and uh, has been really helpful in me going to Cafe Eorzea a couple of times. Nice. Ooh. And we benefit from that. By the way, I still look at my little thing you sent me. That. Thank you again, by the way. Of course. Anything else? Uh... How can I find you? Oh, oh yeah, that's a thing. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Talos Marvelous, T-A-L-I-Z, Marvelous. Um, I'm friends with the show and Klaus and Sarah, so you can probably find me that way too. Uh, I post pictures of food or things about cars or things about anime, so uh, enjoy the nerdiness that is my Twitter. What a weeb. Very much a weeb. He sounds like a nerd. I like it. <laughs> Sarah? It's our people. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. I was looking up local Chinese restaurants. Um, <laughs> egg flour soup is so good, and I haven't it in so long. And I can never. I tried to make it myself, but I can never get the egg to come out right. And this is my white whale. So, anyways, uh, shout out to uh, fellow loremonger Rockle, who uh, was down in the area visiting from Oregon. Uh, we got to hang out a couple times this uh, last week. I actually got to take him for some of the Bay Area's food stuff. He had never had proper ramen before, so we fixed that. Uh, but great to hang out with you, man. You are probably not going to hear this because I don't think you listen to podcasts, but whatever. Cool guy. Uh, you can find my uh, Twitter or my, yes, Twitter. I don't use it very much, but you can find it at FFXIV. S-E-Y-R-R. I mostly uh, tweet random neat stuff I cook, which is not as good as Tally's stuff, but still, I'm still proud of it. And also random interesting things that I found at the library. Chili. Uh, I'd like to shout out to Mushroom Radio, Twitch.tv, so Mushroom Radio, shout out to She Hills Attack, Twitch.tv, She Hills Attack. Let me shout out to Gavin to get Twitch.tv, Gavin to get Twitch, shout out to MeCastXRV, Twitch.tv, MeCastXRV. Go check them out right now. I'll shout out to um, Checkpoint XP for... Uh, Hosted me on Friday night to so go check out Twitch.x Checkpoint XP, uh, one of the best esports po- uh, podcasts and one of the best um, esports Twitches you can go follow. Also, a shout out to Phoenix Down Radio, which I'm on right now, Twitch.tv. So, Phoenix Down Radio. Also, go check me out, PSU Live at Twitch.tv. So, PSU Live. Okay, the sheer speed of that was slightly concerning. I was also, extremely worried that you were having a stroke. For those of you listening on the podcast, reduce the speed to about 0.25, and you'll understand all of that just fine. 
Well, so thank you, Talis, for joining us. Thank you for having me. And you can um, find me on Twitter at PHXDN underscore K-L-A-U-S-S. Um, oh, yeah, you can find me at MGR underscore Chili. Yes, that too. Sorry, Chili. Um, shout out to Talis. Thank you so much for joining us. Shout out to Chili and Sarah, as always, for being amazing co-hosts. Shout out to everybody checking us out, us out live at twitch.tv slash phoenixdownradio, as well as everybody listening to us out on the podcast. Like I said, we really do appreciate that. And I'm serious. If you do have the opportunity to give us a rating or a review, please do. Um, so that way we can, uh, you know, rule all of the Final Fantasy podcasts out there. I mean, uh, be, be found much easier. And uh, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so if right, you Technically, I'm your competition now, as uh, well as... Nah, you... you you guys, the other podcasts are not competitors. They are all friends. So that means I am also competing against myself. So go me! I will be rivals, me. not enemies. <laughs> that's. I was about to say that's not how self-loathing works, but that is kind of how self-loathing works. <laughs> I will beat me at me, and I've mastered beating me for years. If you want, are we still using phrasing? I feel like we need to be using phrasing. <laughs> Well, it is chilly, and yeah, we'll just let it go with that. If you want to check out the backlog of all our podcasts, you can go to, to phoenixdownradio.com. You can also check out our uh, YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash phoenixdownradio for all of the backlog of the video episodes, as well as a few other little special bits that are thrown in there as well. So for my uh, co-hosts, for our guest Tal is Marvelous, for Chili. And for Sarah, I'm Klaus Nightbringer, wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Phoenix Down Radio is a production of phoenixdownradio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is a copy. Open the music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash guiltygearrocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by Guitar Linker 90. Please check out the full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash guitarlinker90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.